It's Monday, March 29th, and this is Simple Tech News. What's up, everybody? I'm your host, James, and this week we're going to talk about Dyson's new laser blade technology, Qualcomm's switch competitor, Razer's smart RGB face mask, and we'll discuss two stories from Google and Tesla. But the big story of the day will be about Microsoft and its reported interest in buying Discord for $10 billion. Yes, that is billion with a B. We've got lots to cover, so let's talk tech. Today, let's start with Elon Musk and Tesla. Tesla is now accepting Bitcoin in the US. That's right, as promised earlier this year, Tesla is now taking Bitcoin as payment in the US. Tesla's CEO Elon Musk tweeted out the details saying, Bitcoin paid to Tesla will be retained as Bitcoin, not converted to fiat currency. And also noted that the company uses internal open source software and operates Bitcoin nodes directly. According to Musk, Bitcoin payment will be available outside the US later this year. There are further details on how to pay with Bitcoin on Tesla's support page, but this move is just another big push for Tesla and its Bitcoin ventures. Last month, Tesla purchased $1.5 billion worth of Bitcoin to quote, diversify and maximize its investment. Considering Bitcoin prices have been pretty volatile, this decision certainly raised some eyebrows. This could turn out to be a pretty genius move in the future, or a really stupid one. Either way, it's definitely something Elon Musk would do. Next up, Dyson is launching some crazy laser technology for its vacuums. Yes, lasers on vacuums. At $699, the V15 Detect is the company's showcase model. It includes a green laser diode that will shoot a blade of green light, which apparently is the best color for detecting by the human eye. The purpose of this laser? To help you find tiny dust particles that likely have accumulated in your home at a much higher rate thanks to all the time being spent indoors. The laser on the V15's cleaner head is aimed at a 1.5 degree angle, trailing at 7.2 millimeters off the ground. This specific distance apparently helps create, quote, the best contrast between dust and floor, according to Dyson. Along with the laser, another upgrade is an acoustic sensor that tries to offer more proof of cleaner floors by detecting and displaying the particle size and frequency of dust you're collecting. Tiny carbon fibers in the cleaner head help to roughly measure microscopic particles, which are then counted at up to 15,000 times a second. The sensor turns tiny vibrations of dust particles hitting it into electric signals. Then, a built-in LCD screen at the hilt of the V15 Detect displays your dust's vital statistics. And when the V15 comes across high volumes of dust, it'll automatically increase suction power. Personally, this is a whole lot of tech I don't think I need in a vacuum, but the tech geek in me loves this, and I really want one. Sticking with cleaning products, well, sort of, is the announcement that Razer plans to manufacture its smart RGB mask. Razer's CEO confirmed that Project Hazel, the company's high-tech face mask with working RGB lights, will become a reality. Razer unveiled the product as a concept device at CES earlier this year. In terms of design, it gives me major cyberpunk vibes. There's a transparent front cover that's there to allow people to see your mouth. It has a built-in microphone and speaker that can amplify your voice when you speak. And the mask is expected to be as effective as an N95 
with its bacterial filtration efficiency pods that can trap 95% of airborne particles. There are adjustable straps to create an airtight seal and it will have the ability to vent out CO2 and bring in fresh air. The CEO didn't say when the mask would go into production, but honestly, I hope it's soon. No, not because I want to wear one, but because I can't wait to see how many people actually do. Sticking with hardware products, Qualcomm is reportedly building a Nintendo Switch clone powered by Android. According to Android Police, Qualcomm is planning to build an Android-powered gaming tablet with serious cooling and detachable Joy-Con-style side controllers. The new product is rumored to launch in Q1 of 2022 and would attempt to showcase the company's Snapdragon chipsets in a less traditional form factor. This new form factor would be thicker than a normal smartphone, come with a 6,000 mAh battery, and support video out for gaming on a TV. There will also be an SD card slot for storage expansion, and the system will run Android 12, Google's suite of apps, and a custom launcher. This would definitely be a weird product from Qualcomm, but with the rise of mobile gaming, it could be a substantial player in the space. If you want to learn more, head over to arstechnica.com for the great article. And last up for the quick hits, let's talk about Google and their memory upgrade for Google Assistant. Google is reportedly working on a new feature for Assistant called Memory. It's a combination of a to-do list, a notes app, a pocket-like reading list, and a Pinterest-style collection board wrapped all into a single overarching digital locker that's integrated with the broader Google Assistant app. Now, the idea here is that you'll be able to save nearly anything, including links or screenshots, pictures of objects or handwritten notes, or digital to-do lists or reminders. Memory will then let you search, sort, and revisit everything you saved. Now, depending on what you're saving, memory will also include contextual information. So save a recipe, for instance, and it'll show you the cooking time. Save a movie you wanted to watch and it'll include a link to the trailer. You get the idea. Memory is still being tested and Google hasn't announced any plans for if or when it will receive a public debut, but they did issue a statement to The Verge and said, we are consistently iterating and experimenting with new ways to improve the user experience, but we have no further details to share at this time. For more info on this one, head over to TheVerge.com or to 9to5google.com who broke this story first. But now on to the main event, and this week it's all about the massive acquisition that could be in the works. Microsoft is looking to purchase Discord for $10 billion. Microsoft is reportedly in the late stages of acquisition talks with Discord, a gaming-focused community chat platform, according to unnamed sources who spoke to Bloomberg. Now, for those who are not familiar, Discord first launched in 2015 and lets individual users create public or private servers that allow members to chat with each other in that server via text, images, voice, or video live streaming. The service now has reportedly over 140 million monthly users, 300 million registered accounts, and 6.7 million of the aforementioned servers, which can serve as centralized communication hubs for everything from official news and discussion from game developers to multiplayer match organization among small groups to chaotic gathering places for people betting on the stock market and everything in between. Discord is clearly doing well. In December, the company raised $140 million at an implied valuation of $7 billion, more than doubling its valuation in under a year. So why sell? And why does Microsoft want to purchase the company so badly? Well, I suspect 
Discord is seriously struggling to figure out ways to monetize their product at a large scale. The Wall Street Journal estimates that the company did manage to bring in roughly $130 million in 2020, primarily from sales of a $100 a year premium service called Nitro. But the service isn't used or really appealing to the majority of its users. So why would Microsoft want them? Well, The Verge has a great article up exploring this topic, but the Cliff Notes version of it is community. Outside of Xbox, Microsoft doesn't have a huge consumer-facing community like other tech giants. Google, Amazon, Facebook, Apple, they all have them. Google bought YouTube, Amazon bought Twitch, Facebook bought Instagram and WhatsApp. And Apple, they have the door to all those services with its App Store. Discord could give Microsoft its own community, one they certainly hope will continue to grow and with some direction could become the overwhelming favorite for all things group chat, or at least all things gaming group chat. Integration of Discord in Xbox could be huge. Add in support for cross-play and cross-chat with Xbox and PC users, and you have a really compelling and growing community. Figure out a way to support and market creators or popular servers, and maybe Microsoft finally can have its Twitch rival that Mixer failed to be. Discord is a great mix of Slack-type messaging and Zoom video, combined together with a unique ability to just drop into audio calls freely. You don't have to organize a time to call friends or send them links. You just all jump in and out of voice channels that are always ready and open. So it sounds like a good match. Why do I care? Why should you? Well, because big tech companies often fail at these types of acquisitions. There are countless examples of successful indie apps, products, and services being bought only to be absorbed and shut down. Remember Vine? Wonderlist, Songza, those are just a few examples of apps that didn't benefit from being acquired. The point here is that acquisitions aren't always best for the consumers of those products. If absorbed, innovation and new features tend to stop at best. Worst case, and the one that happens most often, is that the app will shut down for good as the acquiring company just really wanted the IP. And even when apps aren't absorbed, and continue to act independently. Like Skype, another Microsoft chat app acquisition from back in the day, success isn't guaranteed. There are several users who use apps and services from small companies just because they don't want their data tied up with the big guys. Sure, Microsoft has proven that it can successfully acquire and grow a company. See GitHub and LinkedIn. My concern here is that Microsoft simply doesn't have the time to devote to Discord. And if it doesn't keep things separate, the service could become stagnant, innovation stalls, public perception of Discord changes, and in two to three years time, the service shuts down completely, only to be rebranded as a lesser product under the Xbox name. The upside with the Discord Microsoft acquisition is great, but only if Microsoft can execute flawlessly. Give the Discord team all the resources they need, Push the Xbox team to integrate Discord seamlessly and provide some compelling new features and upgrades to keep existing users happy as you market like hell to bring in more users. If that happens, it's a win-win. If not, it's just another story about a great product killed 
by a big tech acquisition. And with that, that's it. That's it for this episode of Simple Tech News. We talked Discord, Tesla, Dyson, Razer, Qualcomm, and Google. But my question for you today is what do you think about the Microsoft acquisition of Discord? Is this the beginning of the end? Let me know on Twitter. Thank you all for listening and supporting the podcast. Make sure to favor the podcast on Anchor or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss a single episode. You can follow me on Twitter at jthomas1425. That's at the letter J, Thomas1425. Or follow the show at Simple Tech News. Once again, I'm James. This has been Simple Tech News. Have a great week, and we'll catch you all in the next episode. Take care.